0: I'm on a Mexican radio, but no, I'm not on a Mexican radio. Yes, you are, Senor. No, I'm not, Senor Fuentes. Yes, you are. No, sorry, Senor. Thank you. I'm on a podcast. You're on a podcast. This is the Harland Highway, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show. What a treat. Um. We are going to be taking a uh, desperate call from a desperate pavement pounder today who's having trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep. And I'm going to try my best to help her through this window of agony and uh, try and recommend some solutions. And maybe some of you are suffering from the same thing, having sleep difficulties. Hopefully I can shed some light, maybe offer some suggestions. I am... Dr. Harlan. No, I'm not a doctor. Um, Also, we're going to be talking about my uh, latest appearance on Conan. I did Conan O'Brien the other night. I'm going to play a little clip for you so you can uh, join in on the laughter. And then a really crazy, wacky news story about a drunk chick who got involved with some elephants, okay, and some electricity. I'm going to leave it right there. And uh, you're going to have to listen to this damn podcast to figure it out. But don't worry. It's worth it. This is the Harland Highway. Welcome to the Harland Highway. I will look for you. Does your mother know what you're doing for a living? The Harland
1: Highway. Hey, yo. And I will find you. My mom always said, you can't handle the truth. Therapy,
0: many, many, many fucking years of therapy. I will kill you. Well, Listen, lame brain. Let an expert show you how to do this. The Harland Highway. You never know what you're going to get. It's the Harland Highway. Yeah, it is. It is the Harland Highway. And I gotta tell you, gang, what a what a fun way to start off the year I had. Um, I don't know if you guys caught it, but uh, the other night I was on Conan, Conan O'Brien. And, uh, man, it was a blast. It was a, I always have, I always have such a fun time doing his show. And, uh, if you want to check it out, uh, you can go to Conan's website, uh, teamcoco.com. That's the name of his website, teamcoco.com. And, uh, just so much fun. You know, me and Conan have, uh, a good, uh, a good chemistry together. We always have a good laugh and, uh you know, it's just a blast. So um, uh, let me play a little excerpt of one of my favorite moments on the show. Conan was asking me about, uh, you know, my love of the outdoors and things like that. And so I told him about uh, something I did uh, that involved me and uh, the great Outdoors, have a listen. I ruined my back. My back's uh, incredibly sore. I got uh, the shingles. You ever get the shingles? I did have the shingles once. Yeah. Doesn't it hurt? Yeah, hurts like crazy. Where'd you get yours? I got mine at Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're running real tight on time here, pal. Well, you're the one that said you had him <laughs> This guy
1: over here, this chitty, guy. Chitty no one knows bang. my name tonight. This guy over here. Now, you, this is a true story about you. You, you listen yeah. up there, Chum. Yeah, yeah. You uh, used to be a park ranger back in the day.
0: Oh yeah, man. I love the love the outdoors, love the nature. Uh, I saw. Do you watch nature shows? Sure, sometimes. I saw one recently. This blew my mind. One of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in my life. A bald eagle skimming over a lake. Right skimming over, like, its big yellow hands come out with the talons on it, the claws. Wham! Pulls up a, a salmon. Yeah. <laughs> salmon. No, no, there's there's a silent L in salmon. I learned that in Skahool. <laughs> so check it out, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. This... This eagle, the yeah. giant claws come out, whack, whack, pulls a salmon up into the air. Salmon, most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I got, I want. You know what? Daddy needs that for him. Huh? I you want, wanted to do this? I want that moment. Huh? How
1: can you have that moment?
0: Here's how I had that moment, guy. <laughs> I went out to a lake. I drove out to a lake. Mm-hmm. I rented a hang glider. Oh my god. Okay. It doesn't end there. I stopped at Seven Eleven. I bought myself a bag of bugles. Little witch hats on my fingers. (laughs) I glided over the lake. I didn't get a salmon. Yeah. But lucky for me, there was a little North Korean boy kayaking. Oh, for God's (laughs) sake. Wham! Right in the eyes. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. minute. Harlan, how did you know he was North Korean? Well, his kayak was pointing north. Oh, for God. (laughs) Were we in vaudeville together? Because I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. Who the hell's vaudeville? Ah, <laughs> he- 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 he. oh, lots of fun. I enjoyed calling him Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I don't even know where that came from. Um, But in case, obviously you couldn't see it, but uh, the joke is that uh, when, I, uh, when I talked about the uh, bugles, I held up my fingers and kind of mimed sticking a bugle on the end of each fingertip. I think something we've all done as kids, and then your hands look like they're giant eagle claws. So that was kind of the visual side of the joke. But like I said, if you want to see it, you can always go to uh, TeamCoco.com and check it out. Um, and uh, by the way, I was on the uh, show promoting my new movie Back in the Day, which is uh, available on Video On Demand. At iTunes, and then I think it's coming out next week in select theaters across uh, the country. So, uh, a real fun uh, comedy film about going back to high school for the high school reunion and getting into all kinds of trouble. It's uh, myself, Michael Rosenbaum, Nick Swartzen, uh, Morena Baccarin, Sarah Colonna, Isaiah Mustafa. Real fun cast and uh, real real fun movie. So uh, please check it out alright moving on people moving on the harland highway <laughs> crazy news story that's weird wow. that's strange stuff ok here we go I guess new year you think things are going to be different but they're not people are still bazonkers um how about this story a woman in Denver ok wanders into an elephant cage at the zoo. She's completely hammered and wanders into the elephant cage at the zoo. Okay? How how drunk do you got to be to wander into an elephant cage? Um, and here's the real kicker. Not only did she wander into the elephant cage, but she got... <laughs> She got electrocuted on the, uh, on the electric fence in the, el- in the elephant cage. <laughs> what kind of dumbass. Now, I don't know if you've seen an elephant lately, but those things are pretty damn big. Okay? So you got to figure what kind of voltage are you using to stop a friggin' elephant? I hope this lady was fat, I got to say. I hope her body was able to absorb. The electricity, because uh, that is just uh, that's crazy, and maybe maybe, you're, maybe she was just too drunk. Talk about being fried! She was literally fr- fried. Um, so the uh, the uh, the the cops had to come and uh, take uh, take this nut bag to the hospital. She wanders into a, uh, a, a, an elephant exhibit that's designed to house up to eight Asian bull elephants in addition to a greater one-horned rhinoceros, clouded leopards, Malayan t- tapirs, fishing cats, small-clawed otters, and flying foxes. This elephant's home has six interconnected habitats and more than a hundred gated passageways. So this this drunkie uh, opened herself up to getting attacked by not only elephants, but rhinos and leopards and tapers and fishing cats, flying foxes in her hair. I mean, what a nut job. Huh? What, what are you drinking? What are you drinking when you wander into an elephant tank, you dumbass? And there's that old saying, too. You know, it could be very deceiving because there's that there's that old saying, uh, when you drink too much, you start to see pink elephants. It's like an old uh, drunkie's tale. And, uh, maybe you get in with the elephants and you're so hammered and you start seeing elephant, real elephants, you're like, oh, boy. <sighs> Here I go. I had too much to drink. I could see elephants. I could see the, they're not pink, but they're, they're, ah! you know? It's crazy. Listen to this. Denver police trying to figure out how a woman got inside the elephant enclosure at the Denver Zoo last night. Police and paramedics found the woman during the Denver Zoo Lights events. They say she was extremely intoxicated. The first call came in as a possible electrocution. woman was taken to the hospital to be treated. Nutbag! So there you go, gang. Uh, Ease up on your uh, Jack Daniels and your booze. Slow it down. You're up here. I need you right here. Don't want. Don't be wandering into no elephant electric electric fence enclosure cranked up on booze. All right, that, that's your New Year's resolution. Ease up. Ease up, Nelly, on your drinking habits. Uh, we don't want you to get electrocuted or trampled in the New Year.
1: Hi Harlan, this is Cindy from Portland, Oregon, and I have only recently become aware of your podcast. I can't believe it took me this long to find it, but now that I have, I'm a constant listener going through and getting all your older episodes and listening to those, and so I just wanted to tell you how much I enjoy it. I am such a fan. And um was wondering if maybe you could also help me figure out um, how to get rid of my insomnia. I have been having this problem for about three months now. I don't have any trouble falling asleep, but I have trouble staying asleep. And it's not like I wake up and I'm worrying or I'm thinking about things in particular. Um, and I've tried all the natural remedies. I've tried um, sleep not hardcore sleeping pills, but something that's a little bit more mild and nothing seems to be working, and I'm just kind of, I'm really, really tired. So if you have any suggestions on how to sleep through an entire night, I would love to hear it. Um, Enjoying listening to you on your podcast. Keep doing what you're doing, and hope to see you soon. Bye.
0: Oh, my Cindy, my poor, poor Cindy. You do sound tired. I, I can hear it in your voice. Ugh, it's the worst. It is the absolute worst when you uh, can't uh, sleep the way you want to sleep. And, um, you know, I, I think one of the things that's happened that happens, and I don't know how old you are, but uh, I found this in my own life and talking to friends, I find that as you get older... Your body just doesn't want to sleep as much. I mean, I'm a guy who used to be able to literally sleep 10, 12, 14 hours straight. And uh, and it was beautiful. It was amazing. But I've discovered the older I get, once you get up uh, over like, uh, you know, your, your, uh, probably your early 40s to mid 40s, I've realized that um, I'm having trouble sleeping. Uh, just like you, it's, it's harder for me to get even eight hours. It's like six hours is a good night for me now. And, and this could be on a day where I have nothing else to do. I got nothing the next day. It could be a Sunday. I don't have to be anywhere. And I'm like, man, I could sleep in. And, uh, it's just becoming harder and harder, but, um, that isn't to say every night is like that for me, but I do have those nights. It sounds like you're going through it a lot. So here's some advice, okay? I don't know if it'll work or it won't work, but you asked for you know ideas, for help. Here it is. Um, one thing you can try, and uh, I'm not a doctor, so check in with your uh, your medical team before you do this. But one thing you could try is exercise. I'll tell you what, man. When you get your body moving, when you get the, the motor running, when you're burning energy, when you're burning calories, when you're on the treadmill, when you're playing racquetball or tennis or uh, even uh, lifting some weights, and I'm not talking about power lifting. I'm just talking about a, a routine where you go to the gym and put in an hour or two a day or every other day, I'm telling you, your body needs time to heal. Your body needs time to recover from all that uh, vigorous activity, and it demands sleep. So uh, I don't know if you have an exercise routine that you do, but that's my first suggestion, um, and the benefits are multiple. A, you're probably going to sleep a lot better. And that's actually, uh, scientific. That's something that they've done a lot of studies on and, uh, and you'll notice it. You'll notice your body needs, uh, the downtime and you sleep kind of deeper and stronger and longer. That's been my experience. So, uh, I'm, I'm not only citing, um, you know, things I've read about this, uh, sleeping result, but it's also personally, I've, uh, I've experienced it and, um, if you can uh, introduce a, a, uh, a uh, mild or vigorous exercise routine into your life, I think you will uh, start to see your body search for sleep. Um, and next to that, uh, here's some other things if you don't want to try exercise, but I, 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 I strongly suggest it. Again, check in with your physician before you do anything. Uh, like that if if you feel like uh it's something new to you or you're uncertain about it um then next to that uh here's something that can be interesting um I've learned this because I spend a lot of nights in hotels because I travel and I do my stand-up shows and when you're in when you're in your hotel room you know you can always hear footsteps in the hall or room service or a baby crying a few doors down, or whatever. And what I've started to do is, I turn on the fan in the room, like the uh, the heating or the cooling system, and it creates that white noise. It's just like a, you know, that thing. And what's what's good about it is, it's a steady, consistent hum. And uh, I'm one of these guys that if I'm sleeping, sometimes I anticipate hearing a noise like birds singing in the morning or construction or horns honking or a siren, or, uh, you know, any type of, of noise that just comes naturally out in the environment. So what I do now is I turn on a little fan. You can buy these little fans for like 20, 30 bucks, just an oscillating fan and just, just get that white noise going in your bedroom, just the zzz, and that could help. That might just mellow, even everything out, and your brain doesn't have to think or imagine that it hears a noise or anticipate noise in the night, which I think sometimes gets people perky and pops them out of their sleep. So that's one suggestion. Uh, that's a second suggestion. Uh... A third suggestion is, um, and this is a weird one, but this really works for me, and I don't know why. It's an odd one, but there's a soundtrack out there by a composer named Vangelis, and he did the soundtrack for the movie Blade Runner. And the soundtrack consists of probably about 11 or 12 very soft uh Very like mellow, haunting, uh, esoteric pieces, and then there's like, uh, I think there's two or three kind of loud, more aggressive pieces. And so, what I did is I, uh, I dumped the uh, I dumped the uh, the CD into my uh, my uh, editing system here, and I took out the loud pieces. And I just left in the soft pieces. And I'm telling you, not only does that thing get me in a deep sleep, but it puts me out. I've probably played it 300 times before I go to bed. And I think only on about four occasions do I remember hearing the last song. I'm usually out before I even get to the third song. And I think it's a combination of A just the, the beauty of this music and the softness, and it just lulls you to sleep quite nicely. At least it does for me. But I also think it becomes a psychological switch where my brain goes, oh, there's the Blade Runner, time to go out. And uh, it's it's amazing how, you know, and I'm not a guy that likes to listen to music or have noise when I'm going to sleep. I'm not a guy that likes to leave the TV on or... You know, to me that's distracting. So it's surprising to me that I'm able to sleep by putting on a CD. Um, but uh, I'll tell you what, man, it works for me. So I'm just trying to help you any way I can. So if you want to, uh, if you want to get the Blade Runner soundtrack, you can probably download it on the internet. And if you have a friend who has uh, an editing system for their computer, uh, I recommend you cut out the louder songs. And again, there's only like three of them. And man, it does the trick for me. And then the last one I'll give you, and this one might be harder to achieve if you don't have a partner, if you're not married, or you're not uh, dating somebody. But I think we all agree that a good aggressive round of adult activities before you lay your head on the pillow somehow really knocks you out. Um, That might be the best sleeping aid of all. Um, But unfortunately, you know, you're not always in a position to have that at your fingertips. So maybe it's a combination of all of this. Um, there's the old, uh, there's the old, um, white noise, there's the old getting a lot of exercise, there's the Blade Runner soundtrack, and there's adult fun time before you shut your eyes. So, Cindy, I, I hope, uh, something in there helps you out, I hope something in there, uh, works for you, and, uh, I, I, hate to be a guy to recommend pills and and uh, sleeping juice and whatever it is, sleeping medicine. Because that stuff, uh, that stuff, A, I think, it, you know, who knows what else it's doing to your body and your brain. I'm not a big guy on artificial pills, and, you know, and then I've heard stories, uh, nightmare stories about people, uh, you know, getting addicted. And then I've heard stories about people who, yes, they end up getting the sleep. But then when they wake up, they feel zoned out all day because the, there's a kind of a residual effect of this uh, stuff getting through their brain, getting through their blood. And uh, it, it's, uh, you know, they, they say that a lot of people I've talked to say they got the sleep, but they don't feel good the next day. And I'm like, that's that's not a good payoff. You should always feel good after a good long night of sleepy poo. Sleepy poo. So there you go. Um Let me play you just a little bit of the soundtrack from Blade Runner as we go out here and uh, see if it appeals to you. And hell, maybe it uh, just puts you right to sleep. Here's about two minutes of one of the tracks. And then uh, at the end of the show, after all the credits roll, I'll play another little piece and I'll just let it run. And uh, you can try and fall asleep to uh, one of the beautiful songs uh, from composer Vangelis. Here it is. Check it out. nice listen to all the little whistles and beeps and And a lot of this most of this I think is all synthesized I think it's all electronic I don't know I don't know if you like it I I love it and I'll tell you man the whole album like once you like I said you cut out those three kind of fast moving pieces the whole uh, album is this. I mean, it's different sounding. Each song is different, but it, it's got that ethereal, kind of dreamlike, kind of otherworldly vibe. I think it's one of the best soundtracks I've ever heard. And uh, it's interesting. Once, once you uh, start listening to this soundtrack a lot, and then you go back and actually watch the movie, and you hear all these beautiful pieces in the movie... It's, uh, it it's like a bonus treat, bonus treat. So anyways, uh, there you go. I I hope that helps Cindy. And like I said, at the end of the show, after I talk, uh, go through some credits, I will, uh, I'll play a full, a full piece. I don't have the copyright or anything to these songs, but this, I'm just playing them as an example for you guys. Um, and, uh and i you know maybe it's something you go out and buy if anything i guess i'm helping to promote the blade runner soundtrack but uh you know i'm i'm kind of showcasing it for a a special reason and i hope Vangelis isn't upset that i'm 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 off for, i'm telling people about his music so they can go to sleep but uh, it's, it's magical, it's tranquil, it's, it, it stirs your imagination, and just laying in bed in the dark and hearing this. Oh, and P.S., it's, it's an amazing soundtrack to give someone a massage to. And if you're so inclined to go to another sensual level, trust me, it, it is a wonderful soundtrack to go there with, too. Hello! got a little naughty at the end, oh, ho, ho, Charles oh, Nelson, Oh, Riley, anyway, <laughs> all right, let's get to these announcements so I can put some more uh, Vangelis on for you, and uh, you can enjoy that, so uh, what are we up to, what are we up to here, gang? Uh, let's see. Um, okay, so uh, let's talk about uh, stand-up comedy coming up. Um, great stuff going on this uh, Tuesday, tomorrow night, January 14th. I'm going to be doing a show at Largo. Largo, which is a great uh, kind of alt stand-up comedy theater in Los Angeles. It's at, uh, it's on La Cienega Boulevard right by Beverly And what a show. It's going to be me, uh, Al Magigal, and Bill Burr slamming it out. And uh, it's kind of a special show because, as I've told you before, my podcast is uh, on a podcast network called All Things Comedy, which I urge you to check out. And uh, Bill Burr and Al and myself are all on this uh, network. And so this is a a, uh, stand-up comedy show to kind of promote All Things Comedy and it's gonna be it's gonna be great, man. Uh, and and there's a few other uh, guys and gals on the show. I don't have their names off the top of my head, but go to allthingscomedy.com, and you can get all the information on the show. I'm gonna be tweeting it out as well, so make sure you join my Twitter account at Harlan Williams. Um, and uh, you're gonna have a blast. That's gonna be a great show. Um. So there's that, and then later that same night, if you can't make it to Largo, I'm going to be over at the Improv on Hollywood on uh, Melrose Boulevard in Hollywood, doing a ten o'clock show over at the Improv. So Largo is at eight thirty, and the Improv is at ten o'clock. Um, and then uh, on Thursday, the sixteenth, I'm going to be doing a show uh, in Las Velas at uh, another alt. Kind of theater. It's uh, kind of a funky little room up over the top of a Chinese restaurant, and I don't have the name of it handy. I'm gonna I'm gonna find that, and I'll let you know on Thursday. Um, and then uh, January 23rd through the 25th, you can catch me in Atlanta at the Improv there. And then later in February, February 8th, uh, Moncton, New Brunswick. At the Hubcap Comedy Festival. Oh, my God. That's going to be in a huge theater. Uh, John Wing Jr. is going to be on the show with me. He was one of the finalists on uh, America's Got Talent this uh, past season. Uh, Amazing comedian. Good friend of mine. And uh, there you go. Those are the stand-up comedy dates. Again, I urge you to join my YouTube channel. Subscribe. Subscribe. Go to harlowilliams.com, look for the uh, the logo for YouTube, and subscribe to my channel. I'm going to be putting out a lot of original video content this year, and I don't want you to miss it. Starting with the 60-second talk show. Yes, I do a talk show that's 60 seconds long, and some of the guests are outrageous. I mean, last week, my guest was, uh, I had a, what did I have? I had a... uh, uh, a, a flat screen TV was my guest, and uh, I think I think this week's guest is a. I'm interviewing a bottle of teriyaki sauce, so just some incredible guests on the show. Um, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna love it or hate it, I don't know, but check it out. Also, um, you can check out Fishlang on there, which is my crazy stunt show. You can see some Harland cartoons on on the YouTube channel original Harlan cartoons um, I'm gonna be putting up a post-apocalyptic series called the Australian very shortly which is is far from comedy it's actually a dark look at life after the lights go out for humanity and uh, these are these are uh, this is a series I wrote and direct and uh, and produce, and, uh, I, you know, I'm excited to present that to you. So a lot of cool stuff coming out on my YouTube channel, but you won't get it unless you go to harlanwilliams.com and subscribe, and then uh, the videos will come to you automatically, and you can choose to look at them or not look at them, but uh, I don't want you to miss the boat. Also, um while you're in there, check out harlowilliams.com, the store. We've got lots of fun merchandise for you. And uh, lastly, check my stand-up comedy schedule to see if I'm coming to a city or town near you. So there you go, gang. Um, I'm going to wrap it up here. I'm going to play one more song for you. This is a beautiful song uh, from the Blade Runner soundtrack. Um, and uh, hopefully... It's something that uh, helps you have a nice, deep, long sleep. Uh, So, as we fade out at the end of this uh, podcast, um, enjoy the beautiful, sleepy sounds of Bright Blade Runner. And until next time, chicken chow mein, baby.
1: Thank you.